Hey, happy Saturdays, everyone. You're listening to On The Go Podcast. I know nowadays we don't have a lot of time to listen or analyze or reflect on the things that are currently going on in life. And often we just dismiss it. And we don't necessarily have the space to talk about this thing. We probably come up through it through Twitter or something. But more often we don't get the chance to actually dissect and understand things. So this podcast is dedicated to that. Creating a space to unifying and bridging that gap to connect the current generation with what's actually going on without all of the skewed and biased opinions. So without further ado, um, this is my fifth interview with Terrell Garnett and we were talking about how he started up his first Instagram magazine. Not sure if anybody has heard of it, I haven't heard about it either. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear about that, uh, the story he's coming up with as a life coach and how he's portraying himself, what he's putting out and what he plans to do. Overall, um, I'm really excited to partner up with this guy so and do other amazing stuff. So I hope you guys enjoy and get some value out of it. Thanks. Well, let's get it started. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to On The Go Podcast. Uh, this is a Sunday morning. I have my friend here, Terrell. Uh, uh, we actually met a while back because of a friend of mine who I met through another friend uh, referred me to him because I told him I wanted to start a media uh, company. And then he mentioned to me how he knew someone who was trying to start up this uh, Instagram, first Instagram a magazine. Um, so I brought I brought him in. We shared some ideas. Wanted to see how we could collaborate along the show, and also uh, from some time being, I've seen him progress and share his insights and is a clever guy. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear about him and share his experiences along the way. So I just wanted to uh, uh, give a welcome to Terrell. Just uh, from the start, why don't you just talk a little bit about your background first? Um, well, my background so. In regards to the magazine um, and how I came about it, mm-hmm. um, so one of my coworkers at the time, uh, we were—he swore that he looked like um, Cornelius um, Quincy. I'm sorry, Quincy from uh, Diddy's son. Um, I'll be sure, son. Right. Because he had uh, um, as the. <laughs> White folks say <laughs> he had uh, man braids, aka cornrows. Oh, I see. Um, and he was just saying that he was gonna get his hair cornrowed or whatever. He really looked like him, so I started calling him Q. So <laughs> Terrell Garnett, I just dropped the Terrell, and I was like, "Oh, Garnett." And I was like, "Yeah, we could be <laughs> called the real GQ," you know, just a play on words. And then I was like, dang, you know, all these people are out here making money off of, you know, just getting promotions on Instagram, and half of them look, you know raggedy anyways um like we could be the next big thing you know just to get promotion start promoting things or whatever and get ourselves out there just to make money off of instagram right called the real gq so he's like okay i'm gonna let's do this this day i'm gonna get my hair braided and then we can start <laughs> taking pictures and i was like all right cool i got a photographer so it's you know nice. ain't nothing to it but to do it so long story short um that never came to fruition he uh ended up coming to work I waited for about three, four weeks so he can get his hair braided. He came to work with his hair cut. So, therefore, I felt like if we're going into partnership with something and it's strictly on image, mm-hmm. you should run that by me. 
how because if your image changes then you don't you no longer look like you you're only saying that because of your hair right now you just look like who you who you are so it kind of killed the whole thing so i had to come to him and i was like bro this isn't gonna work out like you're not reliable like you if you were gonna get your hair cut i got a barber too that could have hooked you up real exactly um so like you kind of killed the whole thing or whatever and he agreed that he wasn't really down and committed for it so i really had to think of an idea and i was trying to think of something different and creative um to put together so i really was brainstorming and really really thinking and i realized that like how about an instagram only magazine like nobody out there has an instagram only magazine yes it's only going to be like nine to ten pages um but like it's something different it's creative and it's a way to have people like you know give me their ideas i put it in picture form or even a video form for the magazine and shoot it out there and it's a way to cross promote Mm -hmm. um, with other people and get my magazine out there as well as getting you know them out there um so i've done about two issues now nice um and i was gonna do one every month but i had literally just thought of like it's i have other things going on too that i'm trying to promote and it would be easier and more beneficial if i just do one as of right now every season makes sense so i'm gonna have the spring issue um it's gonna come out on this coming up thursday that's gonna be thursday the fourth i believe it is or the fifth no no the the third or the fourth whatever thursday is april third or fourth the first thursday in april it's going to be the spring issue and it features um r&b sensation to mail as a new artist up and coming okay. artist um and i have all the pictures i just want to get everything together did the interview with her and everything so this is going to be the first issue of kind of how the direction i want to go and then from there nice. every month i'll be posting new pictures and that don't necessarily go with the magazine but they still go with the magazine if okay that makes sense so what what kind of like uh What's what's your theme around? I mean, you, you, right now you're going after you said R and B hip hop. So, um, to be completely honest, I, I so the magazine is called Glitterati, right? Um, and I wanted to be called something elite, but I knew Nike used the word elite, and I was trying mm-hmm. to find something different, right? Um, so I went into the thesaurus and I came across the word Glitterati, mm-hmm. and I was like, nobody knows what this is. They're gonna think no, that it, I, I made it up or something like that, but it's an actual word, and it just means the elite, fashionable. And just, you know, current generation people. Interesting. Um, so it's actually wow. a word that means something. So with that being said, that's kind of what the magazine, I want to center it around. Okay. Like people that okay. are actually doing something good and that are fashionable, young, vibrant, mm. and, you know, that are just out there grinding. I see. I see. That's, that, that's a really good idea. I was uh, mentioning to Terrell the other day, too, maybe the people that I interview, maybe, uh, obviously, you know, you could look into them, see if they could fit as a role. And then you have a list of people to pick from. Also, you know, you have some options to work with as well. But right now, as you mentioned, you going after people in the R&B high. Uh, type. Um, that's Could just you tell a little bit more about that. Just, just particular. I saw, for instance, with Tamel, I I met her um ten years ago. Like I want to say a little over ten years ago, and I met her off of YouTube. Mm. And I've met a lot of people in the music industry via social media, right? Where they've actually become my friends, like K Michelle, who's you know has had a couple number one albums and was on nice. Love and Hip Hop. And it's like, I feel like when you meet celebrities or anybody, you always think that they are not like us. But a lot of oh, times, like, yeah. they, they hurt, they bleed the same way, they put their pants on the same way as we do. Mm-hmm. And they're just drowned the earth. So when I met Tamel, I literally just heard her voice, didn't see what she looked like, nothing. I, and I was looking and searching for her to, you know, come out and see, like, what she looked like because all this music had been leaking and. 
Y'all really don't know about leaks nowadays because back in the day, 10 years ago, <laughs> all this music was leaking and that is why the music industry is suffering so much financially mm. because everybody was leaking everything. But now we have iPods and Apple Music, there's right. Spotify and all this other stuff. And SoundCloud, right. So now, now like artists, it's not considered leaking anymore because they're putting out their own music mm. on their own terms. Right. And that's due to the fact that everything was just leaking out there. So when all these leaks were happening, I was searching or whatever and um finally i looked on youtube she had this song called ready for love um and i found her on youtube singing the song so i just you know messaged her like told her that i thought she was dope um and then from there um like i'm gonna say two years go by we communicated in on twitter um i just we had lost touch so on twitter i just met dm'd her and i was like oh if you ever see this or whatever you know like just want to see how you're doing kind of thing and literally a week later, she hit me up and she's like, oh, I'm actually going to be out in L.A. Because um, she's from Philly but lives in Atlanta. I'm going to be out in L.A. Wow. And um, for Grammy weekend or whatever the case is, like, we should meet up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, cool. Um, and p- pretty much the rest is history. Like, like we're really, really good friends now. Nice. Um, we met up and, like, we've been cool and ever since, uh, and good friends ever since. And then through her, I've met a lot of other musical people and, you know, just in, in the industry. So, I mean, it's been a blessing in disguise because I've been able to... Uh, meet people and kind of get like a sense of how things work in the entertainment type side right so going in with the magazine it's been able to show me like how to promote or things that may not work or things that will work and stuff like that okay okay so right now uh, i was just i was just asking more of like i know you're going through your next season Mm -hmm. i was asking are you how how are you look how are you looking for your people with the next thing it really just to to come up so the next issue i'm more than likely going to use another singer and that's just coincidentally and that's only because i had spoken with her prior to um which is sky she has a song with chris brown out right now and Mm. i just want to like it's always been my dream to be able to help other people so if i can use my platform to help you get your name out there or help you do whatever you're doing then it's a win-win for me i like that um, so I'm more than likely the summer issue will probably be out. I want to say around June, July. Okay. And it'll feature Sky in it. And then let's say for the fall issue, I really don't know as of right now. I probably won't use another music sensation. Mm-hmm. More of something like a business person or someone that's up and coming in whatever they want to do. But it really, you know, it, it, whatever falls on my lap falls on my lap. Like you know, I try not to look too far into right. events because. When you make so many different plans, I'm like, oh, I want this to be my vision. Like, a lot of times it doesn't, it doesn't turn out that out. way. And then you exactly. feel, you know, negatively in regards to that. Or Exactly. And then you don't want to put all your, your stuff out there because people are going to start expecting it. Mm. Um, and then when people expect it, and then it turns out to be something completely different. That's why, like, when you post something, I'm like, oh, coming soon. Like, unless I know for 100% fact that it's coming out this day, then I don't want to <laughs> release a date because when I see people, movies or music artists saying that they're releasing their project and they don't even come out that uh, day, I feel some that point, so I don't want to be that person. Uh, I feel you. Okay. Well, that's cool. I like the fact that you mentioned you're using that platform to help people, especially mm-hmm. in our generation, who could use that. Exactly. I mean, what I'm thinking now is the fact that you're doing it seasonal is probably going to be more of a long-term project i mean exactly. it's gonna be long term and something that you can build on the side but as you mentioned you're doing a lot of things on the side what what are what are you so, currently doing right now right now i i'm also a life coach okay. i've been certified um for about a year now and with my life coach i have my own website that's j2 freedom that's the letter j the j2 number two freedom dot com um and from there i post blogs just about things that i've gone through and how i do it is usually i'll put an analogy 
for the first paragraph. The mm-hmm. last paragraph's an analogy, and then I'll write from my personal experience okay. and relate the analogy to real life. And it's always something that people can um, relate to because I feel like it, no matter what you've gone through, you feel hurt, you feel happiness, you feel pain. Everybody can relate to feeling some type of that. Of course. So with the analogy, it's kind of like you can make of it uh, of it what you will, but this is what I got from it. Um, so I originally wrote my first blog just to give people an insight into who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. And it was about um, being, I guess you can say a statistic in a sense, um, in oh. regards to not having a father and being a black male, not having a father. And I related to like the Will Smith. I don't know if you've seen the Will Smith episode where his dad comes back into his life and then leaves him for like a gig or for a job or something That's like that. That's not a movie, right? It's actually, no, no, it's actually it's on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Interesting. I didn't even know that happened. You to gotta watch Smith. it. Like I okay. swear, it like, gives me like chills every time. It's <laughs> like, like Will Smith, the acting in that, just that episode. Because I mean, if you've seen Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, it's always just fun and like laughter and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But when you watch that episode, it's actually an emotional and like the episode ends where he, he's crying and um, Uncle Phil is like hugging him, you know, right. kind of thing. And it's just basically about his father never being in his life and never wanting him, as he says in that thing. So um, that's what the first blog was about. And then from there, I just started writing about stuff that I was going through. And then I'm like, well, this is something that people can relate to. So let me Mm -hmm. make it more positive. Um, So at the end of every blog, it's something positive to like, you know, look like, okay, I've gone through this. Right. But it doesn't control who I am as a person. Good. Um, so I do the blogs, and then I'm going to be starting pretty soon to do my documentary that I've been wanting to do. Okay. And that's kind of actually that. how I met Adrian, who you were speaking of. Oh, but, interesting. Yeah, I, uh, my friend, um, a- whose also name is Adrian, um, <laughs> he knew that I wanted to put together this documentary right. in regards to people and their defining moments. Because mm-hmm. I do believe that like a lot of times... like. How society is today and how the world is, like, everybody is hurting out there and, like, some people in their lives. And I want to show people that just because you're going through something really, really bad does not mean that you have to end your life. Like, there's always a silver lining, something good at the end of the tunnel. Right. It may take you a while to get to that end of the tunnel. However, like, if you strive and you keep pushing, then you will get there. Um, granted, there are some people that I do believe that granted, sometimes there's people that when you fall down, you don't get back up. just stay there. (laughs) However, like if you have good people in your life, they're there. That's what friends are for. They're there to help bring you back up if you can't get up yourself. Of course. So I want the, uh, the documentary to basically show that this is my defining moment. However, it doesn't define who I am as a person. Interesting. Okay. And it's it's going to be able to show people that are going through hard things that like, well, if they overcame what I'm going through right now, then I can overcome it too. Okay. Well, um, speaking of which, since you're kind of articulate and basically talking about what your documentary is about, like, do you mind sharing a little bit about what you're currently going through, what you're thinking about experiencing to share, or um, just little, you know, touches? Maybe I feel like peak. everybody <laughs> in their life has a lot of different um defining moments Mm -hmm. in a sense um so as of right now what i'm going through because i mean depending on the year (laughs) you're always going through something different i mean so like within the last year i've had um a few what would you call it um i don't want to use the word tragedy because it wasn't a tragedy right um just a small downfall minor setbacks yeah not even with so much with me but just family members that have um you know contemplated suicide or attempted to do so Mm -hmm. um and it's tough because you never like you 
at some point like you 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 feel that you failed somebody else like if you would have done this and you mm. would have done that however you know it's not your fault and there's probably nothing you could have done but that's just how the human mind works right right um so with that being said like that instance happened and you i started to find out who what who were my really my real friends like That's and and, and, which, and like at the end of the day, like it's a sad thing that happened. However, there, some good came out of it. Okay. Um. So like I realized like when I told called my friends because every year I have this Terry appreciation. Um. For me, it's a, basically a holiday to appreciate myself. Oh, ironically, I like that. <laughs> ironically, I pay for everything and I do all this stuff and I'm. It's really not appreciating myself. I'm appreciating everybody else. Same. I, mean, it, it I feel you. But <laughs> so, anyways, um, I called to cancel because I to tell them that this, you know, this event happened, and I needed to cancel the day. And I called everybody. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Let me know how everything is." And then I had this one friend that was just like, "Okay," like I just told you that somebody close to me that you know personally is experiencing. like experiencing something that they were trying to end their life over, and the only thing you say is "Okay." They just showed lack but, of yeah. It was compassion. just like a shrug. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah, and I'm like, I've been there for you through many things. Like, so I'm just thinking, okay, well, maybe they just haven't processed it. I'm giving give you the uh-huh. benefit of the doubt. <laughs> give you some time. Yeah, three weeks go by and still no, no, nothing. So then I finally hit them up, and I'm like, okay, well, like, I don't want to have hard feelings towards you, but this is how I feel about your reaction. Oh. And they read it, but didn't respond anything, respond to anything. So I'm just like, okay. You blocked on everything, like wow. hashtag block. <laughs> um, because I mean, I don't need people like that in my life. And then I started to see, like, I guess you could say, God showing me who's really in my life, you know. And I don't need, like, I always say, people are in your life for a reason, a season, mm-hmm. or a lifetime. You really have to figure that out. And sometimes with that, we try to keep people in our lives longer than they're supposed to be in there. We, oh shit, I tend to do that. <laughs> yeah, like and then like you tried so hard, and I felt like I've done that like all my life with certain friends, uh-huh. hold on to these friendships when I'm really just supposed to learn something from them. True. Um, I, they're only there to teach me something, and I don't realize that at the time, and I feel like I learned the same mistakes or the same thing oh over and over, Bro. and until I get I it. You. So now I'm like, God, I get it. Like <laughs> I, I get it. Like you know. I, I see these things, and this is the same patterns that keep happening. Mm. But it took this tragedy, in a sense, for me to really, like, learn, you know? And sometimes that's what it takes, you know? And right, right. You just have to realize it and be ha- hashtag woke to the situation that's happening. It's true. I think um, something that I've come across and I wanted to pick back up, I don't know if you could share what you think about it, is something that I noticed was, or at least learned, is just being okay with who comes in and who goes in your life because yeah, you like, know, not everybody comes in and out or stays. Ex- exactly, even, right? and a lot of times like we try to, like with, how do I put this? In, in life, you are taught certain things mm-hmm. by your parents, but they really don't teach you how to cope with loss. So mm-hmm. when you get something that's really, really good and you try to... St- hold on to it and not let it go but you know like maybe it's not something good you don't realize what it is until it's too late exactly. that's why people have their stay in relationships way longer oh my god it's kind of like milk there's an expiration date on this relationship <laughs> oh. but you still trying to hold on to it that's you know true. um so like i feel like that that happens a lot like with a lot of my friends i see them in bad relationships or in bad friendships and i believe that all relationships no matter if it's with your family members your friends or you're married or have a boyfriend or whatever girlfriend 
they are all the same. It's all a relationship. You're supposed to nurture them and treat them exactly the same. Okay. People don't realize that, but all relationships are the same. Mm-hmm. You know, just because you show a different type of affection, whether it's kissing or having sex, making love, whatever the right. case is, it that's the only difference. Permanent. Other than that, you tr- you're supposed to treat all relationships the same mm-hmm. because they are the same. Um, but, like, we tend to keep people in our lives that are not good. And I had to come to realize that just because people do me dirty doesn't mean that I am supposed to change up. That's just who I am. If I'm a giving person, yeah, not change up. I'm a good person. Me doing something for you is not to get to benefit from it or not to get anything out of it. No expectation. No expectation. However, you do want people in your life that appreciate what you're doing. Mm. So if they're not appreciating it, then that's someone that you just can't be that cool with anymore. But you need to understand that. Okay, maybe they're not meant to be there for a while. Exactly. (laughs) You're you did that for them. Maybe they needed somebody in their life like you to do something nice for them uh. and to show them something. Like, it's not always, you know, like, you, maybe you were supposed to be that person that was supposed to be in their life for a season and that they were supposed to learn from you. Sometimes in relationships, we think that we're supposed to get something out of it and mm-hmm. you end that relationship or friendship and you don't get anything out of it. But maybe you weren't the one that was supposed to get something out of it. Facts, bro. They were supposed to be, get something out of that. Yeah. So maybe. don't change who you are. Don't get a hard heart oh, or anything like that. So because supportive. Yeah, like, Super don't get powerful. a hard heart because, you know, you're hurt and everything like that. And, you know, they just betrayed you. But right. at the end of the day, maybe they learned something. And it may not even be something from you, but it's something from you not being there anymore. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. Either way, it's like, it's like a, you're supposed to be in people's lives for a reason or that type exactly, of thing. Exactly, a season or just a lifetime. Just don't compromise. And, then, and right? a lot of times, you're not, you're not, you're not going to know. You're not going to know. Like, people that are, like don't have, like, for instance, me with my father not being in my life. I can ask him till he's blue in the face. Why weren't you not there? He probably doesn't know the answer, mm-hmm. and I'm looking for an answer. And maybe I'm not supposed to know the answer. Like when life, like certain things in life happen, like deaths and stuff like that. And you're asking God or asking, you know, whoever you believe in, why did this have to happen? But at the end of the day, like some things are unexplainable, and you're not supposed to understand them. It's just life. You just gotta accept it. You roll with the punches and you keep going. And no one ever said that life was supposed to be easy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> easy, you know, roses exactly. and. Uh, Could have said it better myself. It's just, it's just like love. Like it's, it's in a sense overrated. Right. Like what you see on TV and in the movies. At the That's end of the movies, the they're always happy and in love. But that doesn't always happen in every relationship. Or, like so, it, it's kind of overrated in in that type of sense. Okay, well, thank you for sharing that aspect in your life. I mean, you know, that takes a lot to be open about that. So yeah. would you be able to include that into a documentary or a little bit more um, like yeah, that? Yeah, I feel like... that's Because that's, that would be pretty powerful for yeah, you to share how, exactly. you know, certain people aren't going to be around in your life and then you going through that and accepting that. That's powerful. A lot yeah, of people so, don't have that mentality because they're stuck in the past or more so they don't have enough perspective to contextualize the relationships that they're going through or who goes in and out. Exactly. And me realizing now, like, man, I need, maybe I need you to hear that again. Maybe this interview was meant to happen. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> you just know? for you to get something out of right. it. So <laughs> I have this blog on uh, J2 Freedom. It's called uh-huh. Empty Boxes. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Remember. Okay, so the blog is specifically in regards to we accepting an empty box. And it, it's a metaphor, as I was saying before, in regards to getting something from somebody and it either be a broken promise or something empty. 
So if someone tells you mm. they love you, but then they're cheating on you, oh. or they're you know they're lying to you about certain things or whatever, but they t- promise you that they would never do this. Like they gave you that empty box. It's like opening up a gift on your birthday or Christmas and nothing being in it. Right. And that's what a lot of times people give. T- you know, empty boxes. But the reason why we get empty boxes is because we accept the empty boxes. I know people that are in relationships mm. knowing that their spouse cheated or their significant other cheated on them, but they still stay thinking that things are going to change but how can one thing change if you're not putting up boundaries or you know doing anything for it to change right so uh, it's about just not accepting empty boxes and not accepting things that people do to you like you have to stand up for yourself and a lot of times in this world nobody stands up for themselves but i mean for for this generation a lot of people just don't have the tools or any ways to identify it so maybe we can talk a little bit about why why do you think that people tend to accept these empty because, boxes okay, or so, you know give it i used to do a little bit of this myself and so with uh, being a life coach i have this program that i put together and it's like a 12-step program and the first part of the program is to find out your emotional needs mm. people accept things because they don't know what they need so they compensate so for instance my need was to be appreciated so I give more and more just to <laughs> feel an ounce of appreciation. Oh, but at the end of the day, I'm still left feeling empty. Right. Um, so we overcompensate for things and we don't realize what we actually need in our lives. So I feel that that's why people accept empty boxes or accept things because they never had anything good. And they feel that if they do this and do this and do this, things will get better. But sometimes it doesn't get better. Like, you know, hmm. you can't. What's the saying they say? Um, you can't do the same thing over and over and expect things to change. In oh, a sense. insanity. Exactly. It's kind of, it's the same the process. Same results doing the same things every time. Yeah. Sometimes some people just ain't meant to be good to you. <laughs> like, you know, and sometimes and they don't know is. any better. They, sometimes they don't know any better. Like, I feel like sometimes you got to express like how you, how you really, oh, give me a second. No problem. Hey, what's going on everyone? Hope you enjoyed the episode so far. Uh, got interrupted real quick, but Hey, up if you don't mind if you like what you hear or what you are thinking of with this um follow me on instagram and my instagram is that's charles thetics that's charles and then t-h-e-t-i-c-s-s i'm pretty active in there with the story i like to engage with people so go ahead and check me out and also check out my other podcasts on current subjects that we're talking about All right, sorry about the little quick interruption. Um, you were talking about how certain people accept empty boxes, and then um, can you repeat back what you were saying again? Yeah, Box well, basically it. we accept empty boxes, and it's just a, a metaphor for accepting bad behavior from mm-hmm. people. Um, and with that being said, I feel that we as people need to change that stigma of being okay when people hurt us or being okay when you know just speak your mind let people know how they you know what they're doing and not being so accepting because yeah you can tell somebody that they hurt you but there's needs to be it's like when you have a kid they do something bad you tell them they did something bad and Mm -hmm. this is the consequence that happens when you do something bad right and it's kind of the same thing in relationships but we don't ever have consequences we tell them that they hurt us and it just goes on with the day there's so no, then they there's give no them sense of accountability. Exactly. No sense of accountability. So therefore, they go and hurt us again. So then you're feeling bad again. But at the same time, now it's your fault. And then, like and then at, and it's not the their fault anymore it's because it's your, your fault. Not for accepting it, right? Exactly. You accepted the bad behavior. And now you're making them 
I guess punish in a sense or whatever. You're oh. building, you know, you're keeping less of yourself to giving less of yourself to them, but you're still gonna stay in this type of relationship. Okay. Um, it all goes with forgiveness too, because a lot of people don't realize that when you like people are like, oh, I forgive, but I'm never gonna forget. If you don't forget, then you're not forgiving. Huh. That's a new one. Yes, because to forget, to truly forgive somebody is to forget about the past and not bring it up ever again. Oh. And true, I have true. a thing too. You have too. a sense of resentment. Exactly. In the past, I have right? a thing too. Let's say I hurt somebody. They never say anything. And then when I say something to them that they did, and then they bring up something from the past that I did, don't bring that up to me uh-uh. because you didn't say anything when it first happened. You don't right, spank right. your kid three weeks later for something they did three weeks earlier. Oh, I know a lot of people do that. Yeah, so, so like if you didn't have a problem with it in that moment, then you don't have a problem with it now. Because if anything, they're much. probably going through something now. They're just looking for a reason to blame exactly. for like you what there's going on in their Exactly, life, right? you're trying to deflect from the situation exactly. that I had now. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, that's just one of the boundaries or that I established. Like, don't bring up anything that you weren't, didn't have a problem with right. in that moment. And if you did have a problem with it in that moment, then you should have said something. So you established all this context in your blog. Huh? Interesting. Exactly. So, um, yeah, what it's a good, I feel like it's a good lengthy read. Um, it's not too bad, but I feel like it's, uh, it, people get something out of it. Mm-hmm. And the reason I actually wrote the blog is because I was on Snapchat one day mm-hmm. and Tamar Braxton has a song called Empty Boxes, and that's where I got it ah. from. And I was listening to that song, and I just basically started preaching, in a sense, <laughs> um, about it. And then someone was like, Dan, I needed to hear that. And I'm like, huh. So when I started to write the blogs, I was like, you know, I'm going to go back and listen to the video, what I said, and I then like write, it in, write it down and stuff. Okay. So what's your – do you have any current projects you're working on in terms um, of blogs? Just my blogs right now, and just get this um, magazine out, and then uh, the documentary I'm going to start up in okay. a few weeks. Um, I have my hand in a little bit of everything, but it's just to make the human race better, I guess you could say. I feel you. That, that's where the purpose comes in. You know, That's what keeps you – at least for me, when I, with these podcasts, more for what value can I bring to them, share some perspectives, exactly. and perhaps maybe someone, at least just one person, to say, oh, man, you know, thank you for sharing that. I'm like, yes. Yeah. Fuck everybody else who say, man, your content is too long. Like, I'd rather focus on that one person who Exactly, can because they're going to tell somebody else to watch it. Like, I mean, exactly. when you look at stuff like, oh, yeah, people's attention spans are not that lengthy, uh-huh. but when you strike a chord of whatever you're talking about, they're going to want to hear it, and then they're going to come back I for feel. more. Thank and then you. it's kind of like, the model that bands the shoe company uses like tell a friend about vans once they like it and get something out of it they're going to tell somebody Mm. else to listen to this because they got you know right and i remember i had this one blog that i had written um and it was just to say what was it about um that you man i'm drawing a blank right now it's all good um the blog was basically saying that, like, no matter what you go through, like, you're going to get through this or whatever. Like, your time is coming and, like, not to think negatively of it. Like, you know, just because you went through something, it's going to make you stronger kind of thing. Mm. And just don't give up even though you're going through something hard right now. And I remember I put that out. And it was a really short blog. And I just put it out for, like, a Monday just to throw it out there. Um, and so many people was just like, I needed to hear that. Like, it, it helped me. And, I mean, that's ultimately what right, I right. do it for. You know, like, when you have something like that where you're able to make a difference in somebody's life, mm-hmm. you're always going to have a job forever. That's pretty cool that you're doing this while, you do, while you're also being a life coach because you're getting a lot of perspectives that exactly. you feel that people can go through. And it's funny because I, I do the same things. It feels like when I'm doing these interviews. Mm-hmm. But that's that's really cool. Um, what are do you have any other projects you're currently going through right now? Um, so I want to. So my next blog, 
um, I've been hesitant to write it uh-huh. um, because I, I when when it comes to my blogs, I really need to feel what I'm talking about. So we just had Black History Month, and everybody's always saying like, "Oh, dang, this is a horrible Black History Month." We got R. Kelly out here <laughs> doing this. We got Jesse Smollett. Um, granted, I'm an R. Kelly fan. I love R. Kelly's music. I However, mean, I used to listen to him. Comma. <laughs> However, um, I don't agree with any of the stuff that he's been doing in the world. Um, and there's so many other people that are doing the same thing, but because like more in the entertainment industry. Yeah, in the entertainment or? industry, whether it be movies, actors, like this stuff isn't new. Right. And I mean, it's just it's now it's just easier to see because we but have because these are celebrities shit. and stuff, Whatever. we give them a pass in a sense, or we'll look the other way. Mm-hmm. And then the people are trying like, oh, mute R. Kelly. Granted, I've muted R. Kelly um reluctantly at first because i'm like you know like with certain artists like they like artists like michael jackson or mariah carey whitney houston like some of their songs help you get through something that you've been through right so granted his music some of the songs may have been about the crimes that he was committing and hurting these allegedly committing let me put that out there Okay. He allegedly committed because ain't nothing been proven yet. Good call. Um, so these crimes that he allegedly committed and these things that he's done, allegedly done to these women, um, yeah. But at the same time, some of these songs, like I wish, like help people get through things. Like I remember, like when I was in a depressive state, I listened to Mariah Carey's um, "Through the Rain," and it's just a song that tells you that like you're strong and you can get through the rain. So just because people do these bad things doesn't mean that everything that they put out there is bad mm-hmm. so people say mute them in a sense it's kind of like that's not doing anything <laughs> like we don't need to mute the people we need to try them for what they're doing because we got other art people that are out here doing the same like for instance mystical that seems like shake your fast well you know watch yourself rapper out here and oh. i don't have to say allegedly because he's been proving guilty of raping oh. two women but people are still playing his music. So what makes him different than R. Kelly? Hmm. Um, so I want to like try to put some focus on that. And even just with the whole um, stigma because of race with Donald Trump being president, people are starting to say like, oh, like, you know, I'm not going to say that people are white people or, or people that are caucasian are getting more <laughs> ballsy people are saying like oh they're getting more ballsy they think they can do all this stuff and i'm like no this stuff's been it's happening been happening it's that's, been happening the only difference now and we can see it now yeah we got instagram oh. we got twitter we got facebook and we got phones that can record that's the only difference all this stuff has always been happening there's been no change the only difference now is that it's visible to your eyes mm-hmm. um and then I was looking into statistics. I remember watching this show of For the People. It's a new, it's not that new, but it's been on for about a year. And it's the second season ABC um, show. And the judge was on there and he was stating that he wanted to apologize basically for being a judge, being a black judge, because how society is and how the system is set up, it's set up for minorities to lose. Interesting. Um, and I was looking at it and he said like, for instance, one of the cases that he was trying, like the guy is going to get 10 years for having like, um, I want to say 50 grams of some type of drug on right, him. Right, right. And if it was 49 drugs, he wouldn't get the maximum sentence. But because it is 50 drugs, he gets 10 years in jail. This is a true fact that happens in the world mm-hmm. that people, it's something so little of a crime, but they get the maximum sentence. 
and then studies show that minorities get charged higher than their white counterparts. So wow, it, and I've seen something like that. Yeah, it's it's sad to say. And then the the thing that I want to work on now is that I've dropped the N word out of my vocabulary, and I want to Respect. make it. Um, do something to be able to drop, you know, have other people do that too, because I'm putting together these shirts. Um, I'm not going to say the name of the shirts because okay. <laughs> yeah. it's not copywritten yet. No, no, you're right. You know, um, keep, keep but it until, exactly. Yeah, Cause someone's going to see ready. this and they're going to get the idea and exactly. copyright it before I can. But, um, Diddy said something along the lines of how people, um, capitalize off of our culture. Um, and, but when things get, hard hard they're not there to back us up but they're okay to take our culture so for instance you're out here wearing a wave cap or do-rag you have um you're rocking these braids these cornrows Mm -hmm. you're wearing jerseys you're listening to hip-hop music but all these things that african americans uh, our culture has brought to the forefront and you know and we're not saying don't do none of this stuff however when people these black guys are getting killed these innocent kids are getting killed um these minorities are getting beat up by these cops or whoever there is there's no justice there's no justice for any of this stuff um our uh, folks that are rocking with our culture are not there to help support Mm -hmm. so you're only capitalizing off of the stigma of being hip-hop However, when shit gets real, you're not there to back us up. Uh, and then there's this whole so- Black Lives Matter movement. I'm not necessarily all for the Black Lives Matter movement. However, um, you got to think about, like, it has such a negative tone just because people are taking it out of context or saying Black Lives Matter. It's not as in, we're the only ones that matter. But to say, remember, we matter to too. emphasize yeah, what like we matter been too. missing out and suppressed in the past. I think exactly. We have all you these You just give people, me an idea, actually. Yeah, exactly. Like, and we have all these minorities, mm-hmm. like, getting, like, he wants to build a wall. Like, <laughs> isn't there a wall now? Anyways, what the fuck is a wall going to do? They're just going to climb it or right, whatever. Right, that. Right, ha- right. However you can get through the border right now, the same thing is going to exactly. happen. And let's say you put up a wall and you're able to do this. Like, we're going to hurt so much more as a nation because of like think about it we have all these produce and we have all these things that hispanics do for us and they they may not be legal but who else is going to do this stuff like they're the hardest working people out there uh, and yet you want to throw them away because you have a whole bunch Mm. of money and for what um and i say this all the time taxes or something or yeah like i say this all the time like ethical or economic what's like Back years ago, it was a thing that we wanted minorities to come and we wanted the United States to be diverse. So Mm. the same thing that we built our nation on, I guess you can say, is the same thing that we're trying to tear down. Interesting. Like, it's kind of like we're built. What's the same? There's a saying that's saying that we're built on we're built on freedom but raised off of slavery or something Mm. like along the lines of that. Right, right, right. And it's just so sad that like you you go out there and we see all these things happening but nobody speaks up there's fighting and you see and then there's this video that went viral about this black guy kicking this old lady in the face on the train or something and i'm just like everybody's like oh my god that is so horrible but no one's thinking like all these people are around him watching him do this stuff and nobody want tried to stop it 
I always see that too. I was wondering. Yeah, what? like so it 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 like we're so busy trying to film stuff that we're not realizing that we're not standing up for our own beliefs or our own thing. Because if that was your grandmother, wouldn't you want to stop it oh, from happening? Oh yeah. But everybody's on their phone. Like, I bet people couldn't survive without their phone. Like, I'm guilty of it, too. Like, you know. Oh, trust me. <laughs> I'm trying yeah, to like, everybody's on their phone. So, like, I want to focus something on building something or putting together something where we can bring awareness to the fact I'm that. I'm with that. I'm with that. That, you know, it's about speaking up for what you believe in. Like don't that. be afraid because if you don't speak up, nobody else will. That, that actually gave me a little idea right now that now that you're touching because i've been kind of afraid to touch this topic just because i feel like it comes into politics but i think what you're coming from the intention the message Mm -hmm. i'd like to get a little bit more of a like a like a season out of this where we talk more about like the current media and how it affects the culture and i'd like for you to come back of course we can talk a little bit about especially after you get your blog out and it'll be a great great way for us to for me to Put it, point it out and drive traffic to it. Hopefully, you know more people can see this message and then, you know, it encourage them to speak up and then remind them that hey, you're not alone. <laughs> exactly. Like it's just so sad. Like I'm glad that some people are sh- sharing these videos about how people are acting, but they're like sharing it, sending it to the shade room, and they're uh-huh. posting on there and they're trying to draw action. Right. But at that same time, you let this bullying go on and you watched it and filmed it. Excuse me without trying to stop it and that's why these kids you kid you're afraid to send your kids to school because like they're getting hit like i seen this other video where this teacher um was put his hands on this kid granted the kid antagonized the teacher and started the fight mm-hmm. um but you shouldn't be afraid to send your kids to school because you think that something's going to happen to them right. it's supposed to be a safe zone but we have shootings nowadays and no, we have all these safe. things happening and it's just like the world is so sad, but we're not doing anything to to make it better. We're just, we just talk about we it. We just yeah. talk about it and, you know, like, that's, oh, that's did what you I see feel. this video? Yeah, or did you too. see this? I, I always think about that, too. Like, oh, a lot of people talk about these things, but, like, no if change. you're really passionate about that, like, why don't you start a movement? Exactly. You know, see, that's, what I, that's, 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 that's more so what I'm, like, what I and hope for this thing back to come to accountability, back. what we were talking oh my about gosh, earlier. Thank you. Well, I'm, I'm just going to be uh, up front because I think uh, I'm going to have to wrap it up a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm like, course. 10 minutes or less. But uh, just to wrap it up, I just wanted to know, like, what what are some current plans? What do you see yourself doing in the next uh, two to five years? Or Everybody what's... asks that question. What do you see yourself doing in the next yeah. five years? When you go it sounds like an interview, interview, right? Yeah. They ask me that, too. That's yeah. why I've been asking people that. Also, because, like, this is my foundation. Like, the people I've reached out to are my foundation for my podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, I see them already as partners. So I want to be able to not hold them accountable, but more so support them along that way. And, then, you know, maybe if things change up. But, hey, you know, at least know where, where they're going and see how i can yeah, best i just want to be able to make a movement i feel like i need to get my voice out there more okay and this is a good start make a difference you know i can't say where i'm going to be in the next five years but i feel like i'm going to be able to at least have a platform started where i'm doing these things i want to be able to within the next five years have a thing for young males um, mm-hmm. because i feel like we see all these things about women empowerment right we there have, is we, we have a whole it's month. still needed it's still needed granted i'm not saying taking away from that at all uh-huh. at all because i believe in equal same, rights same. and everything however we have these young males that are raised without fathers or even if they are fathers or not like you know like they're not taught right like as men we are taught 
when things happen that we're not supposed to show emotion, we're not supposed right, to right. cry, we're not supposed oh, to do this stuff. Oh, trust me, that's but big. But studies show that men are naturally more sensitive than women. Oops. <laughs> um, yeah. So, with that being said, I want people like it to know that you can be in touch with your feelings and express how you feel, and you not to be a, a shy to say what you want. And to have these same empowerment groups for the youth, mm-hmm. not necessarily adults, but if they want to come, they can come. Yeah. But like for guys too, like, you know, cause it's good to start from the bottom. We have our saving our daughters, but what ones. about our sons? And then I think about this next generation growing up, like they're smoking all this weed oh or whatever this stuff is. And you take a step back and look and think like, damn, these are our next doctors, <laughs> police officers. And it's sad. That's leader minds thinking. Yeah, it's sad. No, absolutely. So I, I want to be able to build something where I can have like a banquet or something mm. where we can meet and have men like talk about how they've overcome these things because they do this all the time for women, but we don't have this stuff for guys. Right, right. And be able to get some type of artist or, or athlete and to speak and, you know, give back, you know, so um want to be able to bring that to the forefront and like kind of in a sense like a nonprofit in I was thinking along the same line. Yeah. Okay. I might have some direction I can help you out with, but also because yeah, I have course. some idea along that way as well. But I know we'll touch back on that. Okay, cool. Well, that's pretty much it. Let's wrap it up. The, yeah. The, so what's the best way people can contact you? You said the me. website. Um, so you can, uh, <laughs> I already said my website. That's J, the letter J, mm-hmm. the number two. You guys know how to spell freedom.com. And you'll be able to find out anything that you need to know about if you're looking seeking okay. any life coach. Um, if you just want to do the quiz that I have, granted, nothing in this life is free, so it's gonna cost you a little bit. <laughs> hey, you provide um, a lot of value. And then you can read the blogs. The blogs are on there for free. You can read and get something out of that. Then, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I have it Terrell Garnett underscore, and that's the same for my Instagram as uh-huh. well. Yeah, follow and that's Twitter. T E R R E L L, and the and the last name Garnett G A R N E T T, and then underscore. So that's awesome. how you find me. So I'm, I'm there. You'll see all the photos that I do, cool, photo shoots. Cool. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Cool. Well, shoot. I'm excited for the next one. But I'm going to call it a day. Thank you uh, for Thank you. being here and taking the time to come out. I know you're um, having some – you got you found a way to get here, basically. Exactly. I mean, you and don't live I like so far. That. <laughs> yeah. Okay, perfect. So we'll call it a day. Thanks again, Terrell. Thank uh, looking forward for your next one. Stay tuned, guys. We're going to have some uh, more for upcoming week. I have some interviews as well. And I'm um, looking forward to for you guys getting more value. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed listening to my sixth interview. Or is it fifth interview? Oh, but um, anyways, if you have any comments, feedback, or you found value in this, subscribe, comment, give me something. Or if you do have ideas you want to talk about, please don't be scared to reach out to me. I am so hungry to put out content and be as relevant as possible so that we can capture attention. And honestly, like, I'm freaking, like, wide open, like, super vulnerable to the point where I might even be open to looking very desperate. So reach out to me. Okay. Bye, everyone.